0: This is the Sustainable Century, where we discuss with folks from all walks of life, leaders, authors, activists, mothers, fathers, and kids, how to invest and consume for a more just, a more equitable, and certainly a more environmentally friendly economy and world. Thanks for joining us. Today, we welcome uh, Jennifer Boynton, who is the Editor-in-Chief of CR Magazine and Vice President of Member Engagement at 3BL Media. Welcome.
1: All right. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, it's always a pleasure to speak with you. I want to get right at it. Uh, uh, BlackRock, uh, we've talked about this before. The What I call the BlackRock uh, Proclamation, where Larry Fink, the CEO there, says that companies have to have more than just the pursuit of profit to to gain their interest at BlackRock. And considering they have $6 trillion under management, this seems to be uh, quite the, well, proclamation. What are you guys thinking there over at 3BL?
1: Well, you know, we were very excited about the proclamation. Uh, I think it's it's a big step, and uh, even just the fact that it's focused more on, on long-termism and, and uh, building value over time, um, even that by itself is really exciting. And he did make uh, overtures to deeper community engagement and, and uh, social purpose as well. So it, it was a, a definitely a step in the right direction for sure.
0: Yeah, I think anybody that's interested in all things sustainable um, w- would share that opinion. I mean, I, we've known for a long time that many uh, large pension fund and pension fund managers have been focused on the long term, kelpers amongst them, but the Dutch pension plan system as well. They've been uh, forging ahead for many years uh, looking at the long term uh, because their liabilities are, are quite long term. Um, but, but he was at Davos last week and, and I sent you a transcript of the, uh, of his words. And I, I'm just wondering, you know, is there meat behind what he's saying or is, is this just going to be another one of those incremental steps forward? Cause I,
1: yeah. just... oh, well, let's share, share these words with, uh, with your listeners too, in case they didn't catch them as much as 72% of all savings is sitting in bank accounts in Germany and France, missing one of the biggest market rallies ever. Why? They're frightened of the future and we're, and we are addressing the sanctity of a marketplace. We're not addressing the issues of inclusion of having participation in the marketplace. And I do believe if we had more participation in the markets, there would be less fear of financial assets. Uh, and, uh, basically saying, you know, you're, uh, the stock market is a very safe place for your retirement. And if, if you, if the common man and woman were investing there, they would be seeing much more financial returns. No, no.
0: uh,
1: be that as it may, it seems like he's entirely missing that there is probably uh, what has it got to be forty percent of of uh, of people in the world don't have any type of savings at all. <laughs> don't have a bank <laughs> account. Don't have savings. Right. Right. He's talking about a, a middle class uh, access to financial wealth, which. We certainly need, but it, it seems like he maybe doesn't have a, a great understanding of what the what the real social global yeah. I, I mean, challenges
0: I've, are. I'm glad you read that uh, that quote because when I was listening uh, to his um, words, I saw wow, you know, he, he uses the word inclusion. And yeah. And that that word is used in inclusive finance, which used to be called you know microfinance, and and they've made great strides. But we're talking people who can save pennies a day. There's over half the world's population makes less than two dollars and fifty cents U.S. a day. I think that there's a big I think there's a big disconnect between what he thinks inclusion is and what we see in sustainability as inclusion is.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a yes and moment and the fact that he's made some some claims and statements toward uh, having greater uh, corporate responsibility is great and now we just got to keep the pressure on and, and make sure that he's aware of, of uh, this, the, what used to be called the base of the pyramid that's entirely missing from any sort of... of financial security yeah although market I, access I, I
0: couldn't help but thinking there might be some way to talk with the folks who work in inclusive finance to see if there is a way for market participation because uh, i mean things is right in the sense that if you put your money in the stock market you tend to do better than if you just put it into a bank account even if it's just the modest amount um That's true. but you know looking past uh, you know what uh mr fink is saying and others who uh, are very happy with what he has said you know what do you, where do you see the promise for corporate you know sustainability where, where are going to be the main impacts and where do you think where do you think uh you know statements like uh the blackrock proclamation are going to have their the biggest impact
1: that's a good question i i see climate change as the as continuing to be the biggest uh vulnerability for global companies and of course that's an issue that uh, connects human rights and energy food water pretty much everything uh, every uh marker that we hold dear for human well-being mm-hmm. is going to be impacted by that and uh, I see it as as still the most important risk factor because for global companies who are doing business around the world? The increasing storms and storm severity that we're going to be seeing is going to disrupt trade, no. and uh, and the costs are going to skyrocket. So,
0: I got spanked by a Twitter friend of mine, uh, Fred, <laughs> Fred Bentler, uh, when I said, you know, I was I was listening to all the Davos stuff last week, and and I said, well, it seems like they're on climate because they're worried about their assets. Yeah, you know, these are the big People with lots of assets to either manage or lose, and 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 he he spanked me. He said, you know, that's not necessarily true. Uh, you know, if you look at the surveys coming out of Davos, you know, it wasn't just about assets at risk, but it was at you know a community and and individual welfare at risk. Is that too cynical approach, or do you actually see that people care because they care about sustainability and not just their assets?
1: Yeah. I think it doesn't really matter. Whatever gets them to care. The messaging should be about, uh, you know, it's a marketing and communications challenge. And the people who are primarily motivated by money and business uh, success, let's get, we'll give them the financial message. And people who have that broader view of of human well-being and, and can have their heartstrings tugged by that, we'll give them that message. So I think it's both and. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I, I, I've been accused of being a cynic before, and I will be accused of being a cynic again. I've just seen too many iterations of, of what uh, uh, the BlackRock letter has, has said yeah. over over the years, and, and you see incremental change when I think it's a little late in many cases. I mean, you, you mentioned food, you mentioned water. I mean, these are resource issues that are going to start flaring up uh, that are conflict. flooring up yeah with yeah, well, the more uh, you know we look at the map of the world and you put little you know little flares up wherever they are and you're starting to see they're joining i mean i don't know what to make of incrementalism in an age where we we really don't have that much time for incrementalism
1: yeah i, I agree with you on my dark days i think i just <laughs> there, there <laughs> there's no choice but you know to to hope that we have that uh, things will change and work for change my my alternative is to sit at home and watch well, tv well, <laughs> and, or,
0: or sit, not, sit 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 on the the nitrogen bomb as it's falling down right uh, yeah the, the famous <laughs> lines i saw that that was just the other day but but you know you work in this you work in this field twenty four seven and uh, you know, I always call you like the superwoman of sustainability because
1: I appreciate that.
0: well, it's because I don't know. you know, I look at your pages uh, in all your different publications at three b l media, and I go, you guys are always so I don't know, you're uh, optimistically critical. How's that?
1: That's how we call it that that was our. Optimistic uh, criticism used to be our, our code word at Triple Pundit. Yeah, I mean. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. It's a great phrase because it does describe it. I mean, you can't be too discouraging or nobody wants to do anything. You know, we both have ki- have kids, and I think about it what I want to impart to them, and um, yeah. I think they they really need resiliency. They need to and uh, they need to be educated about the challenges that the world faces but they need to have, uh, to feel like they can do something to affect change. And they need to have the resiliency even if, you know, everything goes to hell that maybe they can have, you know, go and be farmers, you know, yeah. and work the land. Like
0: my, my kids definitely don't want to do that as much as I try to get them out there with <laughs> a spade in hand. But you know, um, how, I wanted to ask you, how, how do you get the? How do you get that uh, positive critical thinking out there in a and an impactful way when there's so much noise going on and so much disruption uh, these days?
1: Well, I think people do appreciate the optimism of seeing what they can do in their own little stage of life. Whatever is your area where you have influence, you can still make a difference. And I, I do find the the work of uh, providing those solutions to people who are working in corporate responsibility to be extremely rewarding. Uh, I sit where I sit and I, I see the big picture, but we communicate with people at, you know, very small teams, but at all these different companies. And yes, the companies might not be putting in the resources that they need to, but we have direct access to the people who are inside those companies working to get bigger budgets and working to change the communications plans and get investment in these areas of sustainability and if I can help those people to make their jobs a little bit easier, there—that's an opportunity for tremendous impact. Yeah,
0: it is. Hey, I was going to ask you—you you know, interacting with all these folks uh, in, within companies. You—you uh, you, you mentioned budgets, and I'm—I'm thinking—you know, the last time I saw a good survey on that was a, quite a long time ago, and it was less than—I mean, it was just a ridiculously little amount of money that was dedicated to things sustainable within major corporations in the United States, it was less than a couple hundred thousand dollars. And I'm just wondering if you had any insights to that and, or is it not, a, it, is it more a company-wide thing and you and it's really hard to disaggregate?
1: Uh, no, there is no data on that. I was actually just looking at the Green Biz State of Sustainable Business Survey Actually, in uh, the most recent survey from GreenBiz, the State of the Profession, they found that uh, that they survey all uh, sustainability practitioners, and just looking at the ones who work for those, uh, I think it's the the G five hundred or the G uh, 250 fifty. Forty percent are showing an increased budget for sustainability. Forty two percent it stayed the same as last year. 80, so eighty two percent over overall are seeing the same or increased budget for sustainability yep. which is encouraging
0: do they give do they give absolute numbers that's what i'd be interested in oh yeah in. yeah i i'd really be interested in cuz the, the 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 amount that i saw years ago was 200,000 um and that's not a lot of money that's if true you, yeah but, you know, the average GRI or sustainability report for a global company now is in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. But um, um, we'll, maybe we'll, uh, we'll, look, we'll, we'll table that and come back to it sometime. I want to ask you what's going on at your company. There seems to be lots of changes going on. You guys are a leading information firm uh, for uh, sustainability, all things sustainable, and, uh, and you're seeing some changes.
1: Thanks. Yeah, it's an, a very exciting time. Uh, 3BL Media has has gone through a bunch of acquisitions over the past year and year or two, acquired Triple Pundit, that's how I came on board, but also the Commit Forum and CR Magazine and the CR Association, among others. And uh, everything is coming together under one brand, which should make it a lot easier for everyone to understand what we're doing. We're very excited about that. And we're going to be focusing on, rather than just helping clients distribute their content about sustainability, which has been a big focus up until now, but really helping them break through uh, the noise and make that communication matter. And uh, all the listeners will will see more about that in the coming month or two. (laughs) And uh, we also, our big uh, big conference is coming up in October. It's the Commit Forum. It's going to be in D.C. October 23rd through 25th. I'll be there uh, and uh, be on stage speaking. We're going to have panelists uh, focused on inclusion and diversity in in big companies, and a lot of really detailed. Tracks and detailed uh, offerings for CR practitioners to help them do their jobs
0: better. Well, that, that's fantastic. I, I look forward to hopefully going and seeing you there. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's been really good speaking with you. And I think everybody should pay attention to the the new information powerhouse that 3BL is creating through CR Mag and its other endeavors. And I wanted to thank you, Jennifer, uh, for taking the time to talk with me today. Uh, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure.
1: Great to talk to you.
0: Okay, take care. Well, thanks for listening to the Sustainable Century podcast. If you like what you've heard, click like in all the right places. Better yet, pass the pot along. Check out my blog at the sustainablecentury.net or on Twitter at CSR counts. Got something to say? Or you want to hear somebody say something? Let me know. And we can talk. And remember... It's up to us, it's up to you, to make this a more sustainable world. Because like it or not, by design or disaster, this will be the sustainable century. Thanks again, look forward to hearing from
1: you.